1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore and sitting across from me, as always, is...
2: Hello, it's Lee Michael Kimbrell, just hanging out in the quarantine. How you doing, Nasty Boys and Girls across the whole world? They're good. I guess they're doing good. Yeah, they're doing all right, man. I mean, what the hell else are you going to be doing right now? All All you got to do is be good, baby.
1: Yeah. It sounds like they're all in sweatpants.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm in sweatpants. Uh, I'd be willing to bet that I need to wash my sweatpants. Dude. That's something that has occurred to me, man. I only got one pair of sweats. Oh, shit. I've been trying to, like, I, like, get up and put on jeans, and I dress up and go on walks and, like, clean the house and stuff. But mostly I'm in my sweatpants that have been unwashed for, like, a month.
1: Well, you don't do a whole lot in them. Except- yeah, that's
2: true. But I've slept in them on accident a couple of times, and they get a sweaty.
1: Yeah, I bet that smells like straight taint. That would be a good bet, man. That would be a really good bet. Thanks. D- I, th- I think I know a little something about betting.
2: Yeah, I think I know a little something about betting, too. And it's because of our wonderful and valiant and consistent sponsor, Yeah, my bookie. That's right. MyBookie.ag. Um, I don't know about you guys, but for me, a game is ten times more exciting when I'm putting my money on it. Sometimes I have a gut feeling about a matchup, and sometimes I'm just betting on my team because they're my team. Right. Because we're some homers, and we can relate to that. Uh, No matter what, whether you've been betting for years or you're ready to play for the first time, my bookie is your best bet for this season. Uh, If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little bit of money and win a lot, you can try a parlay. Yeah, Bill, you're a parlay guy. Love a good parlay. You know, you take a couple of the big favorites that week. Parlays are perfect because you let uh, they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. It's a whole lot easier. If you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Mm. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in the game with MyBookie.ag. So much more fun to watch when there's money riding on it. And if you join now, my bookie's going to double your first deposit. What? Double it? They're going to times two it, Bill.
1: Wow. They're so going to
2: double your first deposit. So
1: say I throw in five bucks, they're going to make it ten bucks. They're going to make
2: it ten dollars. Wow. That's, that's a very conservative amount of money to throw in in these trying times. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we really need to support our my bookie uh,
2: billy you know the promo code it's chair <laughs> <laughs> to activate the offer that's promo code it's chair. chair to double your cash visit my to today you play, play you, you win, win. You, you get, get paid. paid pow 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 my bookie man thank you they're, my bookie they're so great i'm ready for the world to get going again so we can just start betting on fun games like usual
1: yeah i just want to feel safe in the world you know I really do.
2: That's all anybody can ask for right now in this tr- on these trying times is just a sense of security and feeling safe.
1: Do you feel safe in your home?
2: I mean, I personally, decent. I have padlocks, but, I mean, it's an old rickety house.
1: Well, listen to this. Okay. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. There's the traditional way where you wait weeks for a technician to do a messy installation that costs a small fortune. Nah. Or yeah. there's the other way. Okay. Okay. Simply Safe. Ah. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system. It's award winning protection, two time winner of CNET Editor's Choice Award. That's a big deal. They know their tech. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. You get comprehensive protection for your entire home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you when anyone's approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass sensors guard inside. You barely notice it's there, but that's truly remarkable. It's just even more remarkable that you can set it up yourself. Anyone can do it. It takes 30 minutes to an hour. And there's absolutely no trade-offs to your safety. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police to your home at a moment's notice, 24-7. And it's only 50 cents a day with zero contracts. It's why The Verge calls Simply Safe the best home security system. Go to simplysafe.com slash team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose. Go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com backslash team. Team. team that's simplysafe.com backslash
2: team T A M.
1: Yep, T A M. That's it. Um, we're professionals, right? Yeah. yeah. Some would Ish. dub us as professionals. So, do you do you have a LinkedIn?
2: Me, I do. It is long. Defunct.
1: Long defunct. I haven't LinkedIn. used
2: it in a really long time. I couldn't link into that LinkedIn if I tried probably.
1: That's fair. I, I have a Stinkedin. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all butt stuff.
2: Just butt stuff. Well that sounds more like just like a personal fan page.
1: It is. You can go to StinkedIn.com, and it's just gonna be my album and then a bunch of just but
2: Ooh, album round and third
1: coming for home. That'll be fun. Uh the perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. So when you need to find that next person to help grow your business, LinkedIn Jobs will match the right talent with your open role fast. LinkedIn has over six hundred and seventy five million members worldwide. Holy Jesus. cow. LinkedIn jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking How for. How many? 675 million members. Why the hell did they need us to read for them? This is nuts. (sighs) I know. I think I'm going to make a LinkedIn after this. Well, just check out my Stinkedin first. There's more references. There's better references. Um... Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability, LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. That's how LinkedIn makes sure your job post is seen by other people you want to hire, people with skills, qualifications, and other interests that will help your business grow. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. That's crazy. And why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your j- business today. <laughs> nice. Wow. With LinkedIn jobs, you can pay what you want and get the first 50 bucks off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com backslash team to get $50. Off your first post. Terms and conditions apply.
2: LinkedIn. Get a job. LinkedIn Just kidding, you can't. You
1: can't stay in your c- on your k c- c- you
2: will be able to in the future and please, by all means, go to LinkedIn.
1: Go to LinkedIn. Put a distinct in on your LinkedIn.
2: Yeah, slash team, baby.
1: Slash team. So yeah, new sponsor. That's always fun to find. New
2: sponsor, thank I mean it's fun. New is good. Anything to break the monotony right now is fine.
1: How are you holding up?
2: Um the first the fr- I don't know first 12 days or so it, I'm holding up fine like I'm comfortable right I've uh my rent's going to be paid in a couple days Yeah you know we'll see how it goes waiting on those checks um I don't know I'm it, the reality is kind of starting to set in a little bit It's scary It is like it's full-blown scary my brain my dumb wonderful optimistic naive brain does a really good job of protecting me a lot of the times of worry. Sure. I'm happy to be alive. I'm, I'm just in awe that anybody is anybody. And I, and, and I know. You know, and, uh, but sometimes that has like gotten me in, in trouble. It, it leaves me unprepared, ill prepared, or, sure. you know, it, it, it allows, it, I rationalize to like not handle my shit. Um, so that that has kicked in for the first, you know, couple days, week and a half, close to two weeks. But uh, I don't know. It's setting in a little bit. I'm kind yeah. of losing my fucking mind, uh, <laughs> not to sound hyperbolic, but I feel like I, my body feels the same way. I feel heartbroken over stand up.
1: Yeah, it's tough.
2: I miss it. Like it's like I realize how important it was to me now. I I, yeah. I, th- I thought I knew it. I thought I knew how important it was, but, like, it is so much of my just day-to-day validation to feel like a worthy member of society.
1: Yeah. Well, we also have our boots in deep. We are entrenched in the mud. Yeah, that's all I got now. Yeah. I mean, I could go back.
2: Somebody might hire me to be a teacher, but I don't want to fucking do that yet.
1: No, and where would you teach? I mean, they're probably not going to have the academic school year. Right. Until at least fall. So that backup is just not realistic right now which is crazy to think about i
2: will say like on the flip side of that um have seeing everything crumble around right seeing life as we know it completely change yeah and the future is up in the air i do believe everything will be okay but everything will be different after this yeah no matter how it changes no matter what level of good or bad the change comes with actually being in being alive right now in the world while the shit really goes down it was it it was a good positive affirmation that it's like I'm glad I'm doing what the fuck I'm doing yeah you know yeah 100% I'm glad that at least you know who who knows what's going to happen but I'm glad that before the world changed forever which it will after this I'm glad that I was doing exactly what I wanted to. I'm yeah. glad it's not going to take a global pandemic for me to chase my dreams and do with my life what I choose to. Yeah. And so that that feels good.
1: It's a validation.
2: It's a validation. I mean it doesn't it doesn't leave me any more fucked right. or any less fucked, rather. Sure. But it does feel good. I mean, it is a reason I it, I will say it kind of made me pump my chest out a little bit. Yeah. I feel cool. I feel cool to be in this po- in this world right now, and the reason why my, my life is upended isn't because some job I can't go to anymore. It's not because I can't do anything. It's because right. I can't tell my fucking jokes. Right. You've, it's because I
1: can't go and— You are legally not allowed to tell jokes. I know. Isn't that the craziest part? I know. We can't get groups of people together and make chuckles and ha-has. All we got. No more dick jokes right now unless it's on Instagram. Literally all we got.
2: Man, that adjusting on Instagram has been a really weird thing.
1: It took a minute. You kind of just need to lock in with your host and kind of feel their energy and be like, "Okay, what can I do here?" and then see where you can play with and kind of have a plan in your head and work it within conversation. Yeah. Which then also will help so many people instead of just going up there and telling their jokes yeah. and just not and just like not thinking about it. Oh, it's going to help people with like
2: It'll be interesting to see, first off, how many people don't come back.
1: I think we're going to see a massive influx, but then we'll immediately see a drop off after a month once they realize, like,
2: what it is. Yeah,
1: and how hard it was.
2: I'm wondering how many people who currently do it won't. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of people in every scene. There's uh, seamless, right? We're not even talking about Cincinnati right now. Sure. Think I've already seen a couple posts on Facebook of comics who are good. New York, pe- people who live in New York, uh, you know, uh, Sherm Jacobs. Do you know that kid? No. He's funny, man. He quit. What? He publicly quit. He's like, I need, I mean, he gets road, he worked on the road opening for Jackie Cation. Whoa. He, he's gotten work. He's funny and uh, he gets booked in new york and he just came out and was like this is throwing life into perspective for me i want this this and this out of life yeah it's, i mean it's like i his it, everything he s- said in the post like made sense but it's just like wow man this is gonna take some people out of the game right this is gonna straight up thin the herd
1: this is that bubble burst like that was in the early 90s yeah remember we had the comedy bubble and then it just exploded and People stopped doing stand up. Yeah. I mean, it's, you're going to see that. But at the same time, I think we're going to see a ton more people doing it because they're going to want to be out of the house. They're going to want to be like, oh, I can, you can just do this. Yeah. And we'll see schmucks. Or,
2: well, there will be a lot of people who, right now and for the next couple months, are going to watch a bunch of stand up.
1: Yeah. And they'll and be like, think
2: that they're going to do it and they're going to go out there and be like, oh, uh, if anybody had told me this corona was coming, I would have gotten more lives. <laughs> and then I'm, open mics are going to change so much. Just uh, we'll just comics who are still there. We're just gonna be like, nope,
1: nope. Next, we don't need to hear about how you were on the couch for a month. We got it.
2: I've already daydreamed so much about that first open mic back at the hub.
1: It's gonna be amazing.
2: I hope that's my first set. It might be. It's on a Monday. Who knows? But like, I just know that I'm not even gonna be able to get a word out for the first three minutes.
1: No, it's gonna be. It's gonna be nuts. It's gonna be nuts. Every it's like you value every show even more now. It's not just like thrown away. Like ah, it's this show, whatever. Who I, cares? I'll phone it in.
2: I really, I mean, I haven't been doing it long enough to you know be the jaded, f- phoning in it. I mean, I've phoned in some sets before, and of course, I, of course. But like, I always still do. Almost, you could argue now more than ever. Like, I really just love it. Like, I feel no more alive than. Pulling up to a show before a show. T- I just, that's my shit. Yeah. Like, I've determined after 29 years that that is what I have to have. Yeah. That, it, that must be in my life.
1: And ah. then that interaction with all of your friends at a show. Oh, man. I, I miss everyone's face at
2: once. Like, I miss seeing, like, John Holmes and Mohammed Patel in the same room. <laughs> right. You know, like, what's that fucking look like? I miss walking into the hub and just seeing. The line, just the line, <laughs> and there were plenty of Mondays where I walk in and it, I'm just like, ugh, great, and makes me feel like such an idiot now.
1: Yeah, I was at the uh, I was at the hub today. Yeah, I saw. Went and picked up. They sent you a pick. Yeah, I'm about up. to go
2: swing and get some claws on the way home. Good call. If they still have any more?
1: Uh, she she said she's good. She's loaded. Yeah. I don't know how late they're open till. Two till three. Okay, good. Yeah. Or, no, wait, no, or was it 10?
2: No, no, they're closed. It's 7 to 11, and then on Saturday, it's 7 till 2. Yeah, because now, yeah, Saturday is a whole different day that you can drink now. I mean, I, that's a whole weird thing. Like,
1: people are drinking all day Monday, like, you know, I've been good about drinking,
2: I've gotten drunk a handful of times, but like, I feel good about it.
1: I got drunk one weeknight, and I was like, ah, why did I do that? Because, and I'm, you know, I'm still working, it just was brutal and I had a lot of stress and I was like I think this is going to help and it didn't it just exacerbated I mean I don't know like it lets some stuff come to the surface that needed to finally come out you know because you're just I'm telling myself everything's fine it's going to be okay you just got to keep going through it and you get a little stir crazy and you kind of block some of that stuff out and I had you know one too many and next thing I know I'm like finally crying where I'm like I'm like okay it finally all hit
2: i had my good cry saturday last saturday uh i ate some acid i got some acid ate some ate some with miller yeah my uh yeah my girl right now and uh and then andrew came home with his lover and they ate some.
1: <laughs> That's when we played Quiplash.
2: Yeah, and I could not handle it. You couldn't. I came on, and then there were like 12 faces on the screen, and I was like six, seven hours into it, and I was like, I'm not, I Mm-mm. can't do it.
1: No, I'm. my brain will melt. Yeah,
2: I couldn't do it. So, uh, But that was really fun. And, I mean, I've, I've had a good perspective most of the time, but then it was like eight or nine hours into the trip. You're pretty much done. You're coming off. It's great. I'm just like laying we're we're just i'm just we're just laying in bed. Yeah. And it's good and just some you know Maggie Rogers. Yeah. Maggie Rogers this tiny desk we're playing in the background mm-hmm. and Maggie Rogers tiny desk came on and she sings she sings Alaska just solo guitar completely oh. acoustic and i just felt it coming on and i looked at miller and was like oh no. And dude, really really hard cry.
1: A lot of yeah. things.
2: Sadness, fear. I'm also really happy right now. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm I'm sad every time I look at the ca- – I should be in uh, Panama City Beach right now. Right. Dude, stand staying up. At, staying in a hotel, telling stand up at, to a bunch of college students.
1: Right. But instead, you're, but you're locked in bliss right now. Yeah. No, it's
2: fun. It's definitely unique. I wonder how many quarantine couples there are out there. A ton. Yeah. I uh, mean, just – The way it worked out, I don't know. It's
1: very odd. Someone also said that you know, in nine months we'll see a boom. Oh yeah, I mean there will
2: be a whole new baby boom, or maybe hopefully not. People maybe people will be smart and wrap it up, dude. It ain't that. Well, I went to Walgreens to get some condoms the other day, and they were slim pickings.
1: Yikes! That's what I call my dick. Yeah, slim, slim Pickens, yeah. barely there. <laughs> not even close. Yeah,
2: yeah, they, yeah, you've heard of barely there b- <laughs> lambskin co- condoms? They yeah. were barely on the rack. Oof,
1: that's scary. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I knew about the teepee shortage. Didn't know about the dong shield shortage. It
2: was. It was encouraging to see. I'm glad that you know people are out there wrapping it up. I don't know if yeah. this is the time to bring a baby in the world. right it's now. It's not. Yeah. I mean, it's really not. Yeah, there were. I know a couple of people that have kids coming on the way. And Dude, I've
1: got a friend who's having her C-section tomorrow, well, today.
2: Can you imagine the fear?
1: It's nuts. You're bringing a child into this world, and it's just like, well, throw a mask on him. I mean,
2: you are basically quarantined the first month of having a baby anyway.
1: Right, so it's a, you know, it's a good call. I mean, it's kind of like what we did. So when you think about it, like that first month, you're like, all right, you're just staying at home, you're dealing with the baby. That was like when we took a month off from drinking, and we got cats. Yeah, we were just locked in with the cats. Yeah, just hanging with the kids. Yeah, and not you know the little kittens doing anything, just hanging out, making them, making them, crafting them who they are today. You know, adorable. They're great cats.
2: Yeah, Ezra has shown me a lot of love today since I've been over here. He loves
1: boys. He loves us boys. Yes,
2: he does. He's a little boy. Doesn't like him. Vinny? No, he does. does Vinny, is Vinny the one that shows Alicia a bunch of love? All the love. Really?
1: So here's what's crazy. So since Alicia started working home from home, the cat will come out and hop around. Yeah. But what, if it's just me here, that cat is under the bed or on the bed the entire time. Really? Will not come up to me. Ezra will not leave my side. He yeah. will walk on top of my computer. That's wonderful. He'll click clack away. Such a cat thing to do. It's so cute.
2: That is such a cat thing to do. No, I don't know. I've just been trying to, my house is spotless. Yeah. Little projects around the house, a lot of push-ups, a lot of pull-ups. Yeah. It's really wild. I mean, I'm going to bed early and waking up early. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of sleep. It's not like depressed boy sleep where I go to bed at four and sleep until noon.
1: Right. It's like, oh, I'm going to bed at midnight and I'm waking up at seven or eight. Yeah,
2: it's about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it and it feels good. I mean, it's
1: a good schedule to be on, man.
2: I'm also really lucky much like you. I've got a great quarantine house. Yeah, you do. It's big. That garage, that was a day project is cleaning up that garage. Oh, you got to clean it oh, up. Oh, it's beautiful. Dude, I'm there all day. Got the hammock, got the couch. I hung a disco ball. What? Got some cornhole bags that I just
1: found in the garage. That's awesome. We got that back alley. Yeah, it's great, man. Yeah, you've got a little spot, like you, like you got a little,
2: like it's, got a, a little, it's a
1: patio. I've got a
2: little quarantine pad. It's nice. Yeah. And then, I mean, we've got the big kitchen, and then the living room, and the podcast room, and then yeah. my room. I mean, I've basically been living in four rooms. A lot of people have. Most people have. Oh yeah. But it's fun to be able to move in and out of them and clean. And I found a bunch of old hub, open mic lists. Oh hell yeah! That are pretty cool. Like from 2017. Whoa. That are like.
1: That's when we were running it together.
2: Yeah, And and the lists are like 16, 17 long. Yeah. It's wild. It's crazy. Those lists are going to be fucking nuts when we come back. No kidding. And then they won't be. They
1: won't be. It'll probably be like a month boom. I think that stand up, you're going to see a bunch of people just coming out to anything for a month. Yeah. Because they just want to be out. Yeah. I'm like, thank God I can finally do something. And it might change people from being couch people. You know, like this is a nap town like Indianapolis where mm-hmm. people are like, all right, I can go do something. So I think you're going to see that.
2: I, I I think, I mean, for those of us who are still going to be around once the storm clears, comedians-wise, exactly. not humans-wise. Like, right. It will be a good thing for comedy. It'll be great. People will want to get out and people will, uh, I don't know, want to laugh, hopefully not take themselves seriously. Yeah. Yeah, dude,
1: I, I, oh my god, I've, I've been thinking about this. Like, honestly, when people are like, I'm bored. I'm like, how are you bored? Yeah, you have everything at your fingertips infinity on your infinity to do infinity entertainment. I have Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, AT and T now, a PlayStation Four, YouTube, yeah. There, there is thousands and thousands of hours where I couldn't even finish all of that stuff in a lifetime. Yet yeah. you're bored. Right, this is the American dream is to be in your house, on your couch, watching television.
2: Uh, write some letters. That's, Get some stamps. I've been writing letters, sending them out in the mail. Oh, There's that's cool. Family, things like that. I'm thinking of, I'm about to just put my address on Facebook. Just to see And, and be you. like, write me a letter.
1: That's a great idea. Let's be
2: pen pals. I'll write you back. Yeah. Yeah. Writing a, writing a letter is so fun. Getting a letter. Pretty
1: awesome and Getting unexpected. a letter,
2: like an envelope that's got your name handwritten on it. It's not just like a fucking bill read through plastic. like
1: Stamp the top right
2: corner. Yeah, it's exciting, it's man. It's so cool because yeah, it's, it's, it's
1: so intentional. Like a text, you just flip up with your phone and it's in your pocket. You fire it out. Mm-hmm. The act of a letter, it's just... They spent time and poured all that shit out. Yeah, for me. I know. It took a minute. It takes a second. That'd be so funny if someone wrote you a letter and you just opened it and all it said was, You up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> you up? <laughs> you
2: up right now, bro? <laughs> you up? Yeah, that's really excellent. I don't know. It's I miss people. You I miss too. people that I used to hate. Yeah. I miss people. I miss sitting people at the door at Go Bananas and them not wanting to sit in the front row. Missed I miss that. those people.
1: Yeah, everyone. Who was uh, – I was walking, and I saw Mark Gregory. Oh, really? And I was just like, hey. He was like, hey. We talked for 10 minutes, and then like I was like, all right, see ya, and then just kept walking. I'm like, I haven't seen that guy in two years, and I could have been more excited to see a smiling face. Yeah. How wild is that? I know. It's just – you know,
2: I mean, I got here, and I know this might be a little risque, but Billy and I did hug. Huge hug. For like 20 seconds. It was a long one. We held each other,
1: man. I miss, I just miss people. Fist bumps, high fives, hugs, just any type of interaction that lets you know, like, well, I mean, we're, think about we're together. In our, in our circle,
2: think about how many times we greet folks by kissing them very hard on the mouth. A lot. And on the cheeks, think about how many times we've kissed. <sighs>
1: Yeah, it's a lot.
2: Do you think the world's going to be cleaner after this?
1: Yeah. I mean, you already see it, like, uh, what was it, Italy in Venice? Oh, yeah, the canals. The the canals are clear. Yeah. I mean, maybe this will make people be more green conscious. I sure hope so. We, the planet, needs it. And we could all use it and continue to be together.
2: It'll be a nice break for the planet to not have the bacteria that is humans (laughs) scampering over its surface for a little bit I know I went to the park yesterday not a ton of people but not so many people that I'm like this is fucked up what are we doing right but enough people that I was like this is good we're out. We're out. People are out. There was serious social distancing going on. Tons. I was walking down the sidewalk, and a couple was approaching, and we both just kind of boop, blooped yep. out on side of the sidewalk and, and smiled and laughed. People are taking it serious. It's good. They need there to. Are, there are there are folks out, and it was nice, and I cried. I, I it's, it's saw your point, thinking about brouhaha. I went and stood where all the stages would be, oh. and then I stood on the main stage and just wept.
1: I walked to the ballpark today. Yeah,
2: I saw it. it's. It was like a really actually sad video.
1: Yeah, it was like heart-wrenching. Where I was just, you know, it was a perfect day. That's where I would have been at that time. Surrounded by 100,000 people? Well, like, you know, like 30 yeah. 40,000 people. And I would have walked up to those gates, scanned my ticket, and got it. Finally gotten in. But instead it was just empty and walked up to that gate and put my hands around the bars and looked in like and saw the new Jumbotron and then saw the they still had graphics playing that said reds and I was like motherfucker this sucks I know, (laughs) but like I've constantly been putting it into perspective for myself which is there's nothing you can do about it you just have to continue and just keep doing each day to the best of your ability and understand like Look, you're under a lot of stress right now, Billy. Everybody is. You might not be functioning at your peak, but it's hard to do that and just accept what's going on. Yeah. And we can't jump the gun on this. You can't jump the gun on a goddamn virus.
2: Granted, it's one of the, you know, it's 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 a huge population. It's yeah. not China or India, but uh well, we, today America we have the most confirmed cases of any
1: country in the world. We're number 1. Fuck, man. Remember like uh on February 7th when this wasn't going to be a big thing and it was just going to be squashed and disappear really quick? Well, we
2: all I mean, that's I said it a million fucking times. It's H1N1, it's SARS, we it's both Ebola. Said
1: it. Yeah. Uh and our tunes changed real quick. Yeah. So, it's nuts. It's just fucking bunkers. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's happening, yeah, and I mean, has we have never seen anything like this. No one has ever seen anything our
2: grandparents like this. haven't.
1: No, the closest was the Spanish flu, but those people weren't inside the whole time, just no. quarantining. No, they were like, "I just hope I don't get it and die." Yeah, so it's crazy,
2: unprecedented. It's cr- my brother yeah. is in fucking Peru.
1: Yeah, dude, that Still shit's crazy.
2: Dropped him off at the airport on March 10th, and then three eleven. Yeah. Is when it all went down.
1: And so, like, he's stuck in this hotel. He can't leave. He's quarantined there.
2: Yeah. There's one plane is allowed to leave for America from Peru a day.
1: And what's his game plan with that? He can't
2: move from the quarant- from the hostel that he's at right now Okay. for at least another two weeks. That just got passed down from the Peruvian president.
1: So he's going to be there? No movement. A month.
2: He'll be there a month. He's on a hostel in the middle of the desert. They have a decent amount of supplies. They do have a supermarket within, like, a couple hours' drive. But they have to have—it's crazy. They have to call the government, and they get a police escort. Whoa. And then they go in there, and they, like, do their shopping with, like, guys who are just, like,
1: strapped. That's— Kind of tight. I
2: know. It's kind of tight.
1: I mean, he's good.
2: He's There's 20 people. It's been this same group of 20 at this place uh, since the start. Um, just trying to be optimistic. If one of them had corona, they would all have it. Of course. Right now, it seems like they're good. Right. They're, no one, you know, they've been together for over two weeks. Everyone yeah. seems fine. No one's coughing. No one's nothing. So, I mean, that seems good. He doesn't want to go to Lima just because the prices in Lima... You're just there indefinitely if you go to Lima, Peru. There's no guarantee that you're going to get on a plane and leave. Yeah. But the prices are so jacked up. So the hostel that Steven's staying at is five US dollars a day.
1: Yeah, and I saw the video of you with it like yeah. Instagram Live where it's nice. Oh it's
2: oh dude, he's at a resort. Yeah, it's nice. Pool, balconies, Don't rooms, leave. TVs, he's great. Yeah, he'll be fine. Internet, he's he's just at an oasis, literally an <sighs> oasis. And uh but in Lima, it's like 200 bucks a night for a shitty hotel. Fuck that. And I mean, you're just up in the air. So holding pattern for the moment. Steven's just staying in Peru for the next two weeks. He's in the middle of nowhere. The germs aren't coming to get him. Nope. I just, you know, just keep him in your thoughts and your prayers or whatever you got going on. Yeah. And always. Uh, he'll be all right. It's really fucking crazy, dude. All the news stories about Americans in Peru. And it's like, you talk about my little brother. Yeah. <laughs> So
1: crazy. That's just so wild. I mean, that. I, I hope it doesn't scare him off from continuing his travels. Because he's just a free bird.
2: Oh, no. If anything, it will just embolden him.
1: Yeah. He's, I mean, he's
2: in the perfect place. I can't think of, like.
1: Anywhere? For him. I can't yeah. think
2: of, like, where he would. where he should be other than. An, an, a desert oasis during all of this. It's yeah. just so on brand for him.
1: We just have built our own here in the States Yeah, and we just live in it and there he's just like, I just want to see everywhere and now yeah. I'm just in this one spot. Now
2: I'm just here. So he said it's getting weird.
1: I mean, he's the only American. Yeah, what, he's with like two Norwegians and yeah, then... A
2: couple dudes from Hungary, a couple people from France and Germany. Just all over Europe, a couple Australians and New wow. Zealanders.
1: Sounds like a wild orgy.
2: It's it probably is a wild orgy. It has and to and be. If it hasn't been yet, it will be. Then Steven Steven's getting some pussy. Put,
1: put your foot on the gas. He's
2: getting some pussy. He'll be just fine.
1: He'll be fine. He does every he's just... yeah, of course. He wins. He's a Kimball bro. Exactly. We win. Yeah. It's the, the smile and the charm. It's over. Yeah, it's
2: done. We're full of shit. <laughs> Dude, that is something that has made you know, you're sitting there, I'm trying to, like, think of content, I'm trying to, like, host the hub open mic quote on yeah. IG, and it's like.
1: It seems like you are extremely frustrated yeah. at a lot of points in it. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it has to be. Oh, of, yeah. yeah, I mean, you can feel that energy, but I totally understand, because yeah. it keeps crapping out on you. Yeah, oh, yo, yeah,
2: absolutely. It just kind of shuts down. But, like, I also realize that, god damn, I, f- I rely a lot on just, like, Charisma and stage presence and looks. Yeah. Like I am I try to be. I am a I have been a pretty diligent writer in my past. Sure. And like, I stand by my jokes. I think I got good material, but holy shit, I'm just a pretty face who's not scared to hey, be on stage.
1: That's not true. Best tip just keep lying to yourself. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm great. I know what I'm doing here. <laughs> and then you can just sell it. You'll be you'll be right on it. Mm. Yeah, my pod's out. That's what I got to do. That's what I have to tell myself every time. We are constantly lying to ourselves anyway about where we are in our lives and what we're doing. But stand-up, it's like the biggest one. Who is it? Um, uh, Berbiglia said in Sleepwalk with me. It's like, yeah, being a stand-up comedian is delusional. You are the most delusional. You have to lie to yourself to say that you're going to continue to make it and keep telling yourself these little While lies. While you're not making it. Right. Keep telling yourself these little lies so you can keep going. If not, then it just seems completely irrational and you question why you're even doing it in the first place. Yeah. Which is so true and such great words of wisdom.
2: And that's why I think so many people are going to drop off after this. (laughs) A couple months to be like, what the fuck am I doing?
1: Why am I hanging out in a pizza shop on a Tuesday? For free. For free. Not for free. Minus $15
2: because you want to support the venue. Yeah, you have leave to. leave a good tip so they think you're cool. Yep, exactly. It's fucked up, so man. So you can
1: keep coming around.
2: It is quite fucked up. But like I said before, it is just a further affirmation that I'm doing exactly mm-hmm. what I want to be doing. Yeah, same. And when the world fucking returns, I will slide right back in to the best life ever. Yeah. Because that's what my life was before this. Yeah. And that's what it will continue to be. Exactly. Because I'm a fucking comedian.
1: Yep, same. I mean, it's just gonna can pick up where we all left off.
2: How crazy is this though? Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons. Yeah, he's a guy who has been doing it for thirty plus years. Makes killer money. Monster has had a couple of like, you know, I mean, giant windfalls of cash. He's had a bunch of writing jobs and like specials. He's, he's good. His wife works. He's got good money. Specials, this, that, and the other podcast. Serious. He is. He has made. A, he's bought a house. Off of being a comedian. Yeah, that's right, like the dream. Yeah, so he, but he was talking on his podcast today. Stand-up comedians are 1099 independent contractors. Yep. No unemployment.
1: Correct. It's None. crazy. None whatsoever. Yep.
2: So Greg is like.
1: He's not getting bailed out.
2: He's not getting bailed out at all. And this no. is a guy who makes, you know, good month, 20, 25 grand.
1: Yeah. Doing Telling Santa. jokes? Yep. He's getting six figures. Telling jokes.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah.
1: But it 35,
2: seems- 45 a weekend, 30, 40 weeks a year? Yeah. you <sighs> kidding me? That rules. Yeah, on top of your right. I mean, no, he's carved out a really nice life for him, but it's just so fucked up because I tried to file as a 1099 independent contractor, and you literally can't. No. You can't.
1: Which is kind of why it's nice to have, like, to do stand up and be able to operate around and still have, a, like, a full time or a part time job. Yeah. Just something to fall back on. Yeah, absolutely. Just for moments like this. Oh,
2: well, I'm so lucky that I had that. I have the Go Bananas gig. Yeah. So I can even file.
1: Now, is that, yeah, they, they, okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, ne- we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That totally makes sense. I just think it's crazy that we're only getting, you know, Alicia and I are getting you know 2400 bucks for married. But Amazon set up a relief fund account for Amazon. Bezos set up a
2: for Amazon.
1: Yeah, and their employees. I'm like, "Motherfucker, you're the most rich person on the planet. Just take a billion, one of your billion dollars. Right. And
2: divide it up by every employee."
1: But he's like, "I'm actually poor cuz all of my money's liquid. I'm like, "Well, figure out how to freeze it and make ice cubes out of it." And make yourself a glass of water. Yeah. And give it to everybody. Yeah. Help out, dude. Fuck you. Fuck that. I just, I don't think the, I don't think the airlines should get bailed out. I don't think that cruise, cruise lines shouldn't get bailed out. Can we
2: out. just end cruises?
1: I think this is the goal. Let's I think go ahead and happen. just end cruises. We're done here with these floating buffets with these obese fucks.
2: Yeah, I'm out. I'm out Over. on cruises. Over. I, I could have I, I could say wholeheartedly that I would never pay to go on a cruise. I'd tell jokes on a cruise a couple times. You would do it? Fuck yeah, dude! Seventy five hundred dollars to go
1: on a cruise and just bomb. That's also true. Sign me up, dude. Tyrone told me he's been doing it and he's like, I got three new hours. Yeah, and I'm like, what? And he's like, I got a clean one, I got a dirty one, and then I got a different one,
2: and then I got a boat one. <laughs> and I got a boat one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he rules, and he's just
2: Tyrone, like, man. I've
1: learned so much. He's the best. But yeah, I mean that kind of stuff's crazy to keep working that muscle. But man, I, I just can't—I just don't believe that all these other places are getting bailed out. And it's like, oh yeah, here's twelve hundred bucks. Yeah, Wall Street—we're pumping three trillion dollars a day into it. But you know, fuck you. Do you
2: see? Uh, and I, you know, it's different. I'm not whining or whatever. But Canada passed mm-hmm. today. Every citizen, every household's getting two grand for the next three months. What? Two grand a month for the next three months.
1: <coughs> That's bonkers. Yeah. Well, we'll just keep doing it wrong and, you know, say that uh, if we do something like that, it's socialist and that it's evil. So Yeah,
2: evil, evil socialist Bernie.
1: It's bullshit. Whatever.
2: Um, What about what came
1: down with the MLB union? So here's what came out. Um, Rob Manfred was on Scott Van Pelt last night and they came out with this chart this potential length of the mlb season so this is like all speculative it depends on what happens say the season starts may 15th um there's 130 games also thanks uh reds uh reds riverfront nation for posting this follow that facebook group they have a ton of info (coughs) they're very knowledgeable i just have a cough because i vape not because i have the disease June 1st 115 games, June 15th 100 games, July 1st 85 games, July 15th 75 games.
2: 75 game baseball season that would be so wild. Teams That's insane. Were, you could you could go out there and go 55 and 20 if you just play out of your fucking gourd.
1: Out of your mind. Yeah. Dude, the the I think your races are going to be even more tight. It's going to I it's gonna be wild. Like it's no matter what, the season's gonna be so interesting. But there Rob Manfred said last night, he's like, We just have to play it by ear. We just have to wait and see when everyone's gonna be healthy. You also need to remember that we're gonna have a two week ramp up period at yeah. least, because we have two weeks left in spring training. Which means also managers in those two weeks, that's when the three battle rule kicked in. Oh yeah. So they had to manage differently. And now they have to learn a whole new way to manage and how like to handle less games. Yeah. Uh, I think if I'm Graham, Rob Manfred, I expand the rosters because also the union came out and said like, oh yeah, we're cool with playing multiple double headers a week to catch up on games. So you can't just do that with 26 players. No. You need to make it like 30, 32 even. 32 would be more ideal too. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think that's a necessity. You just arms wise alone. Great right, because you need those arms to be ready. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want to tax them. You don't want to over you don't want to overwork them. That's crazy. So you are going to need like seven starters. Think about that because you got a double yeah, header. because
2: you'll have a, you'll you'll burn through two starters in a day. You'll burn through four starters in two
1: days out of the week. Correct. So at least seven, and I'd also expand the bullpen. Let them have more pitchers. In the pen. We talked about
2: it a little bit a couple weeks ago, back before we really, really knew how ugly it was going to be. But in that scenario, how good does the depth on our bench look? So good. I mean, expand the rosters just for the sake of arms. But, I mean, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. That You're going,
2: you're going, you're going. Shogo, Nicky, Winker, Castellanos, Irvin, Van Meter. Mark
1: Payton. Payton. Yeah. Yeah, it's had Who's had a nice spring. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have, yeah, it's... Janowski. Janowski. And you also would have room for Matt Davidson and potentially Aquino. Yeah. I mean, that could be enough. I mean, that's shit. I'd like that. That's
2: a bunch of sticks.
1: That's a bunch of sticks. Janowski gives you flexibility and center and speed, which not a lot of the other guys on the roster have besides Shogo and Senzel. Those are your Shogo painters. runs like a deer. Yeah, he does. It's it's hot. He's got like a hot. Sexy it's my favorite. Deer.
2: It's my favorite kind of fast guy where they look slow.
1: Right, because he's just going. He's just stretching out no, the games. Just long,
2: yeah, dude. I played ball with a kid growing up named Taylor Young, mm-hmm. who just looked like the slowest dude you've ever seen, but he was tall and he was athletic and he just floated. It was just like six steps and he was to first base. Yep. Yeah, I love that. I love this slow, fast guy.
1: It's so nice. Um, so you're going to see that. I think you are You have to expand. I think you have to give them a ramp-up period because what are they doing right now? Nothing. There's nothing they can do. I mean, who was it? Was it Wilson Contreras hitting bombs off of that Nerf, Nerf gun? Nerf
2: gun, that was cool. And then that, so, that, that video on Twitter of Sonny great. throwing the ball against the Papa back.
1: To himself. Uh, Just
2: throwing him by himself because you know his kids can't handle that heat.
1: No, you can't chuck a ninety-three mile an hour two-seamer at a toddler. Gosh, dang it, man! So you're gonna need a ramp-up period. You got to get those arms back into shape. So you'll see that because um, I mean, on Danny's live stream with Casey Mulholland, he was talking like, "There's no one in the gym. There's no one in our center at Connect Baseball. Like they can't be. Uh-uh. They can't be open. They what it." You can't have that many people together uh-uh. huffing and puffing and and sweating, sweating and just hurling balls. So it's going to be interesting to see how they can ramp back up and when and how long that period is going to be. I mean, I think you probably have to add on another week for that. Make it three. You might have a three week ramp up period. So say you so
2: during that three week ramp up period, will they be at their spring training facilities playing games or will they be?
1: If you made me guess, I think that they will probably come back and play those in front of no one and do that in as little people in those facilities as possible just to keep them safe for now. Yeah. And then, it'll you know, we'll see where we are. But I, I admit I envision them not playing games in front of fans until the regular season. That's how I would do it. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? Dude, seriously, just to get them back up, and you're like, okay, we know we can do this and this. And once everyone can get back in those stadiums, I think you're going to see a spike in attendance that we hadn't seen in forever. If we shut down to
2: a 80-100 game season, the Reds should sell out every <coughs> single game.
1: They should. We'll see what happens, and I think people will be antsy, and I think they're going to go to more games, which... Good thing about season tickets, yeah, just yeah. for the Sundays. But it'll be interesting to see. And they, the the Red said they're going to honor all games that were missed. You know, they'll give you vouchers or pay you back. So, oh, man, excuse me. It's so a vape we'll cough,
2: guys. We're fine.
1: We're vape coffers. Vape coffin. That's what I'm going to get buried in. Is a vape coffin.
2: Hell yeah, baby! They just slap
1: the lid closed on me, and then it's just going to say jewel.
2: Well, uh, you know what they? You know when they didn't have vapes. When? 1975.
1: They did not have vapes in 1975.
2: It's so fucking dope. Billy has all seven games of the 1975 World Series on DVD, and the DVDs are cool.
1: It's really cool. No,
2: it is so badass. You Uh, want me to go grab it? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I left it upstairs. Yeah,
1: keep talking. Yeah, so it's a seven-game box set. Pretty cool. Um, On each of the jewel cases there's descriptions of the game with the box score and breaking down every play, every out. So it's just really neat. Um, You know, it's an old-school broadcast, which you don't really, you know, you don't really appreciate how great we have it now until you go that far back. Um, You know, and how, how... Average the commentating was and just the angles and what we have now I'm like well there were
2: long portions of the game where the audio and and visual weren't lined up
1: right this not synced whatsoever game
2: one of the world series on NBC I mean there's there's nothing Billy commented there's nothing else on the screen Mm -mm. there's no ticker there's not even a scoreboard Right. There's no nothing. No, no fucking. No anything. It's just guys playing baseball.
1: It's it's actually really nice. The if,
2: umpires wear suits.
1: Oh, full suits. They have uh, the home plate ump has a riot shield. But, I mean, this DVD box
2: for game one has all this shit all over it. I mean, Louis Tian pitched a complete game shutout against the Reds this game. We just watched it. The Sox hung six runs up on us in the bottom of the seventh and kind of sealed the deal. But just all sorts of fun little... Stats. This one blew my mind. In 1975, after the All-Star break, the Reds won 56 games.
1: That's insane how good they were, just firing on all cylinders. 56
2: and 24.
1: With a killer bullpen, an amazing offense, great defense. Um, What was interesting to watch the difference between the game now and the game then was that six-run explosion. Singles. Singles. Shots through the gap. Ground balls.
2: Singles. Sacrifice bunts, two bunts in a row. Manufactured runs,
1: right? Which now it's just try and hit it high and deep and get it out of the park.
2: Yeah, that's about it. Launch angle. Yeah, uh, this is an interesting Reds fact. Uh, the The Reds' last World Series game one victory was in nineteen nineteen. Having lost the first game of the World Series in 1939, 1940, 1961, 1970, 1972, and
1: 1975. That's crazy.
2: One, two, three, four, five, six World Series game ones the Reds have lost. And then
1: 76, um, yeah, 76 and 90 won the, both first games. Yep. And then did not lose after those first exactly.
2: games. Exactly. <laughs> the attendance at this game, game one of the World Series in Boston, 35,205.
1: Which think about how many seats they've added and expanded the ballpark yeah. since then. I mean, those this,
2: packed to the gills.
1: It was crazy. The craziest thing was the people on the billboard in center field. So such a liability. Just climbed Would up. Never happened today. No, if you even looked at that pole. Oh, you like, get fucking like, reamed,
2: rubber bulleted.
1: Yeah, it was also weird not seeing seats on top of the monster.
2: Yes, very weird.
1: It was. Um, it was also weird seeing people smoke in the ballpark front row. Front row, there was a dude like, on
2: deck. We're talking like diamond club seats. Guys just hacking a butt, and there's
1: another dude with a huge stove who's just been smoking it the entire game. Just the media. Which, if there was a bourbon lounge in Great American, which they're going to have this year, like the the bourbon, the uh, I forget what the company is. Put a corner in there for guys to smoke Stokes. Yeah. I'm all in.
2: I'm not a cigar guy, but I would smoke a cigar there.
1: I love cigars so goddamn much. I'm
2: bad at them. I'm just too much of an inhaler.
1: So yeah, there if you go. you burn
2: something in front of me, I'm going to... Suck it straight just down. Just breathe it deep into my lungs.
1: Ah, see, I like that richness that's just in my mouth, all of that, that sweet, sweet tobacco leaf. Mm. Mm.
2: Smoky, roasty, mm-hmm. sweet, sour. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all all the flavors. It, it was it was cool. I mean, it was the Big Red Machine. I mean, going through, our lineup is so fucking insane. We go Pete Rose in the one hole. Then we go Joe Morgan, Johnny Bench, Tony Perez, George Foster, Davey Concepcion, King Griffey Sr., Caesar Geronimo. I mean, just complete and total think about, filth.
1: Think about that. Yeah, there's no holes there until you get to the pitcher.
2: Well, you go one, two, three, four. Four. Is Tony Perez in the Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got your one through four. You've got three Hall of Famers.
1: Right. One could. You and then know. I
2: mean, one. I mean, Hall of Fame numbers, but I mean, you could go mm-hmm. four for one through four Hall of Fame. Right. Resumes. I mean, D- Pete's not in there because fucking on. whatever. Right. You know he scumbag. But uh, <laughs> George Foster, Davey Concepcion, Griffith Senior. Senior. Finger
1: with senior. He had a swing that we, like. He almost hit a dinger in the fifth inning around of Pesky's, Pesky's pole. pole. And it was just that follow through. I'm like, that. It was wild. Is junior. Yes.
2: Yeah, kind of like on his front. Yeah, dude. It yeah. was so beautiful.
1: Well, the reason we also did this is, like, I've never sat down and watched all these games. I mean, you know you have, and we've seen yeah. highlights. Yeah, no. You know, I always get told by, like, my parents or my grandparents, like, oh, they were so yeah. good.
2: Louis Tiant was something
1: else, wasn't he? Something to behold. Such a star. Dude, and his windup—the way that he kicked back, turned all the way around, looked at second base, and then turned around and looked up, and then threw the ball.
2: I mean, he wasn't seeing where he was pitching the ball.
1: Yeah, he wasn't. It was—you know what—it was similar to—is like that drunken fighting style. That yeah, drunken boxing. Yeah, yeah. It was very similar, flowy. Yeah, and like just un natural motion
2: unintentional intentional chaos yeah, yeah you know like it doesn't look like it should work and he has like five different arm angles he louis tion throws this gyro ball yeah the ephus pitch that i mean it probably registered at what 65 miles an hour maybe king griffey got a hit off of it where he takes a full step yeah like the equivalent of like you know, pump fake. Yeah. And and then smacks it up in the middle. But it's crazy. It's wild. He had uh, he had us on our fucking toes. A complete game shutout in the World Series. He had, what, five, six
1: hits? Or five hits. Three strikeouts. Yeah, five, yeah. He just got ground balls, man.
2: They, people just smashed the ball into the ground against right. him.
1: Because you think about it, what, that fastball was probably... What, 91? 91, 92, but then you throw that Efus in there. He had, what he had four pitches. He had the EFIS fastball... He had a cutter. Yeah. Change up. That's four pitches. Just that nasty. go from 65 to 91 miles an hour. And it was the, the deceptive um, movement towards the plate. It was crazy. I wonder how many pitches he threw. It probably doesn't say that on there.
2: No, it doesn't.
1: Let me see if it does on my baseball reference here. You're going back to that game, huh? Oh, it might
2: be in the box score. No.
1: I have it on my phone here. Let's see. No, it's not on here. That's crazy.
2: But, it, I mean, I looked it up earlier. In his career, he threw an insane, like, triple digits amount of.
1: Bless excuse you. Excuse
2: me, triple digit amounts of no hitter or complete games.
1: Wow. That's just insane.
2: An impressive man.
1: He had two walks. That's also crazy. Five hits, two walks. Strikeouts, which you don't see that anymore. Like you don't see these low strikeout numbers. Everyone's swinging at everything. Yeah, and a lot of people then just wanted to make contact. And what was also kind of crazy was how late <laughs> Sparky pulled. Yeah, Don he's God. the hook. He's the hook, and he let him go. He let him load the load of the bases
2: with one out.
1: Right And the top one out top top of the seventh,
2: bottom and, of seven or top bottom
1: of six. Bottom of six. That's right. And then just he was like, oh. Now we can finally do something. And, and then, then we,
2: we, and we put in, uh, who did we put in? We put in, ba 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 We put in Clay Carroll. Carroll. Clay Carroll. He threw zero innings.
1: <laughs> he faced a batter. He walked in a run. Yep. And then, and
2: then we brought in McEnany.
1: Will McEnany.
2: Will McEnany. Two innings pitched. two hits, one, er, one earned run, a walk, and a K.
1: Yeah. It was just not not only did uh, Luis have our number, but the defense was insane. Yaz is catching left. We had, did
2: have a couple really hard hit balls, that, and people made nice plays on them.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were either standing there, or Yaz, the 36-year-old, made a diving catch and left. Yeah,
2: Griffey got robbed of two base hits. Yeah. Yeah, there were a couple. Cesar Geronimo got robbed of a couple base hits. Yeah. It was so wild. We made the comment during the game. I mean, everything has gotten sexier. Yeah. In the world. I mean, but especially in baseball. I mean, people are just bigger. They're built better. They're moving better. Yeah. They, it, it's just more impressive specimens out there on the field. But mm-hmm. there are some acts in baseball where there's only one way to do them.
1: And that was a, well you talked about, it, a ground he ball.
2: Field a the ground ball. Joe Morgan fielded a ground ball, and he just looked like – Pokey Reese. Yep. Like, you just do it. He looked like anybody that is playing in today's game. And like,
1: now the, the difference is, is, as soon as he catches that, it's the transfer from the glove yeah. to the hand and how smooth they throw the ball. Back yeah. then, they're just like, ah, just chucked it. It was yeah. just push. You know, it wasn't But like, Joe had them hands,
2: though. Yeah, he was He fast. had them hands. He was fast with it, dude.
1: It was so cool.
2: Yeah. The, God, that team, so good.
1: It was It was insane. I mean, it was it was also weird seeing, like, no batting gloves. No. It was also weird seeing these guys just take these hacks with, with these massive these, yeah, bats. Yeah,
2: that's something that you pointed out during the game. Everybody looks like they're swinging a fucking 36, 35 bat.
1: Yeah, like a Vernon Wells-sized bat. Yeah,
2: just massive clubs of lumber, just logs.
1: Yeah, just hoping to get something behind it. Yeah. And it was like that, uh, that thing my grandpa always taught me, which, you know— is so different now it's like he was like hit the ball down make it get down and through the gap yeah and so I'm like well aren't you supposed to lift and try and push it nope down through the gap hit it down because that way you're putting it on them to make the
2: play yeah exactly you're putting pressure and that's i mean when you're coming up playing youth baseball that's exactly what you should do yeah just because nobody knows how to make a play right. put the pressure on a bunch of these young kids
1: Mm-hmm. and now you're seeing guys like even youth youngsters just smack it
2: Launch angle. Launch. Launch angle. Just get it out of here.
1: And you don't see a lot of runs manufactured anymore either. You know. It's just crazy to see those high averages and it's like, oh, Pete Rose only hit seven home runs, but he was batting 330. Yeah, he
2: batted 330. RBI numbers were down. All the fun, sexy numbers were down. Yeah. George Foster was out of his fucking mind and he was like. Three fifteen with twenty-three bombs and seventy ribs. Yeah, and he was batting in the five hole for us.
1: Right. He, you know, and he was the
2: power. Seventy-five ribs.
1: That's like if you put Moose there and he hits thirty home runs, everyone's like, "Hey, he had an okay season." Yeah, right. No shit. But he's hitting two fifty-five. So cannot wait to see the Moose get loose. Yeah. But overall, I mean, like it was pretty. I mean, it was the first game is a bummer because. It's uh, just a lot of ground balls, a lot of great plays made by the Red Sox.
2: It was still pretty cool, very nostalgic. I I mean, nostalgic to a level – I guess it's not nostalgic because I can't recall the memories.
1: No, because we don't have them.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: The memories I have are like fuzzy highlights and shit like that you see in clips. So it's nice to sit down and watch these and notice how much the games changed and like just the fact that Sparky was the first guy to just – Yank somebody after facing one batter. Yeah. Which now is changed.
2: Can't do that anymore. Can't do
1: that anymore. He's got to face three.
2: That's such a weird thing. You touched on it just a second earlier about how, like, whatever the grace period is going to be, whether it be two or three weeks, just these managers having to learn how to... Because, I mean, that's all they're doing right now is studying and watching tape and trying to stay on the ball and keeping their gears greased. But, like, you can't – you don't really know how to play it until you're out there playing it. Yep. And that's just going to be so weird. I mean, think about – especially in a shortened season, think about how, you know, if a manager goes out – and I know that no one move loses a baseball game, especially a baseball game. You're playing an 80-game season and you fuck up three times – as you, a manager, yeah. you know, I mean, that's the difference between you being in and out of the playoffs.
1: Yep, exactly. It's
2: it's just the, the scarcity of it is just going to, I said it last week, but it's just going to make everything seem much more important.
1: It seems like we're going to get the playoffs almost off the rip. Yeah, We're going to have teams fighting for the division day one instead of being like, well, let's see how April, no, the end fuck of March, that. April, you don't have it. middle of May plays out. Then you can really start making adjustments. No
2: All-Star break, no home run derby.
1: Right. And it was gonna be in Chavez Ravine. Yeah. The renovated Dodger Stadium.
2: Been really something.
1: It would have been pretty cool. <laughs> we'll see what happens, but I you know, they might find a way to fit it in and give them a little break, but it doesn't you know, it might not work out. Yeah. But um my takeaways from game one of this World Series was Gallett pitched a good game. He's a stud. He was a stud. I mean he gave up ten hits. But you know what? It wasn't anything It was just a lot
2: of singles. Seeing nice singles. Yeah. Just right in between that five and a half hole.
1: Yep. Right there in in the gap, and and then the other takeaway was we just couldn't pick up on Teon. It just no, couldn't.
2: Just screwed us into a hole. Yeah. And he came. He comes out and pitches game seven again, right? Uh, I believe so. Six or seven. I mean, he was their ace. He would have come out and pitched again. I'm pretty sure it was game
1: seven. Uh, let's look. Just just for amusement purposes. I don't want Red Sox batting. I want pitching. Pitching lines. Game two. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That'll be fun to watch. He has to pitch game three. Oh, you'll see. Oh, come on. Don't want to ruin it for everybody here. Uh wow, he didn't even pitch game 3. So he matched the pitched game 4. Show pitching lines. Game 4 and 7. Oh shit. What? Game 4 is wild. He pitched another complete game. No shit. Yeah. And then let's see here. Okay. Yeah, no, he didn't pitch game five, so which means he – let's see if he did six, game six. He probably did, and he probably pitched game seven too. Wow, no, he pitched game six.
2: One, five – or one, four,
1: six. And – yep, one, four, six. Damn. Wild.
2: Wild. Very cool. Louis T. So legend. I'm excited still to alive. watch it. He's those. 79 years old. Excited to watch he still those. has his badass mustache. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, game two is going to be fun because we
1: win. Right. Um, it'll also be fun because we'll set the camera up a different way. So that way we can comment back with you guys because didn't think about that.
2: We will. We'll figure it out. We'll set it up. We'll get it going. Guys, Thought you're with cute. us here, and we're just learning through the quarantine. Yeah. Uh, it's a
1: quarantine but, yeah, so we'll do game two next week. It'll be fun. Um, we'll just keep doing this, 75, 76, 90, until baseball starts again. Yeah. I don't think it'll be long enough where we have to do 76. No. That's four more weeks. Or, sorry, that is uh, six more weeks. Yeah. That'd be great if, if we didn't have to finish these. Wouldn't that be something? It'd be really nice. We'll see maybe what we won't. I mean,
2: maybe we're gonna we have fun doing it. It is a. It will be fun. Like if you come in and watch on the IG live, just because like if for no other reason, just come and check out what baseball looked like in the seventies. Right. It's wild.
1: Also, you could watch these on YouTube and comment back at us at us on Instagram. Tell us what you thought. Tweet at us at the Do Nasty Boys. All that fun stuff. So let's round third and head for home. Um, there. Comedy's canceled, but um, probably within the next week or so, maybe two, I'll be dropping my album. I'm just waiting on the art. Um, Who's making the art? uh, My coworker Ricky Henry. He's like one of our. He's like the lead designer at Cincy Shirts. Fucking a. And it's gonna be really fucking cool. We've talked about the style and everything. We've been talking about it for a while. And I was like, Hey, man, can we get like, can we finally do it?" it? I've got a really good idea of when I'm gonna put it out because. There's nothing else to do. Yeah, Might as well get it out there so people can listen. I'm still going to put them out on vinyl. will just be out later. I've been contacting people, being like, hey, how much are your rates? Yeah. And what really sucks is there was a, a, a lacquer plant in California. There's only two lacquer plants in the whole world. One of them's in California. The other one's in Japan. Lacquer, really? Yeah. And you know what lacquer is? It's the material that the vinyls are made out yeah. of. The one in California caught fire and burnt to the ground. So there's one lacquer plant left, in, and the, it's in Japan. In Japan, and that's it. So there's like a real crisis that could be coming soon. Like we are going to see the, produ- the like the the slowdown of vinyls being produced. So, anywho, if you're still awake through that, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, also one more thing, real quick. The length of that game: two hours and twenty seven minutes. Moving it right along. Click, click, click. Let's go. Do you think maybe it was the advertisements? Do you think there's probably too much advertisement and slowdown in the game? What do you and think? And not the game itself? Maybe. Something to think about. Maybe. Something to think about. So, yeah, uh, definitely check that out. It'll be on I- uh, iTunes. It'll be on Apple Music. It'll be on Spotify. Billy, dude. All that good stuff. That's
2: so fucking exciting.
1: You get to hear Lee in it.
2: Yeah, I get the first, what, five words? Ladies dude. and gentlemen, Billy DeVore? Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that's me.
1: And they go Ham.
2: The album boy. Yeah, they do. They go fucking ham sauce. Yeah, they do. You could just have one track of just people cheering for you.
1: Kind of wanted to do that, but now I'm just like, yeah, we left it in with the first actual joke. Yeah. So, um, what do you want to, you know? Oh, the hub. Yeah. Plug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just the hub. If you're, um,
2: follow the hub on Instagram at the hub OTR, mm-hmm. uh, go live there every Monday at eight. It's fun. It's really cool. Uh There are some really, really killer moments that have happened in it so far. Um, uh, I've got, there's a Venmo set up at Cincinnati Comedians. Mm -hmm. Isn't that what it is? Yeah. At Cincinnati Comedians is the Venmo. Send some money towards that. And, uh, no, it's at Cincinnati Comedy. And uh, it's just a little fund. It's like what Danny's doing with the roadies. We're just, sending some people that money or sending some money to people who need it. Yeah. Some comedians around town
1: who really need it.
2: Yeah. Uh, Grant Styles is coming back. Ooh, watch uh Uber wait, driver. Grant Styles is just like coming back in town just for a little bit. I mean, not permanently. He's just coming into quarantine with mommy and daddy. Smart. And uh, we're going to do another movie. So uh, that's fun. Yeah. It's going to be really good. I'm excited about that. If you can't, uh, if you can't wait, Please watch this. Here's something to plug. Let me see how you can find it.
1: I think it's on YouTube.
2: Yeah, it's on YouTube. I just don't know what... Yeah. Uh, YouTube search Uber Driver Grant Styles. And there's a short film that Grant and I made, and it's pretty cool. And then we're going to make another one. So do that. Yeah, do that, please. And, uh, I mean, other than that, all I can do is plug, you know positivity and hopefully you're doing well yeah and uh yeah i love you guys
1: also here's something fun be on the lookout on cincy shirts sometime uh probably early (laughs) next week monday tuesday um you can buy the hub shirts through cincy shirts to help support them
2: oh that's huge
1: so you get 20 percent of whatever's sold goes to the hub no shit yeah
2: And, uh, yeah, we'll plug that as well. Uh, The Hub, 7 o'clock through 11 o'clock, Monday through Saturday. Carry it Uh, out. Carry out booze. Go down there. Contact them on Instagram. They will meet you at the door with some booze. You give them some money. It'll be a good interaction. Uh, They are also selling gift cards. 20% of all the gift cards sold go to Chuck and Steve. Yeah. We love Chuck and Steve. Chuck has been on the podcast before. Chuck and Jordy came on. And, uh, yeah, so do that. And then, uh, five, uh, what five, three T
1: yeah. Five, three courier. T
2: courier, uh, hit them up on Instagram and, uh, they uh five, three bike T their yes, on to the website. Yeah. There you go. Five, three T courier.com.
1: So yeah, check it out. And, um, we'll talk to you next week with game two of the 1975 world series. Um, and maybe some good news, hopefully some good news. That'd be nice to have. Um,